Rabbi said the next Mishnah, let's begin, the next Mishnah says like this, small Mishnah, and then we'll move on to Kibbutz of Aim. Rabbi Yanai Oime. Rabbi Yanai says like this: Aim biyadenu loy mishalvas harishayim va'af loy miyisureyat sadikim. Very interesting Mishnah, where the Mishnah says over here. Are you with me? The Mishnah is saying b'shem Rabbi Yanai that aim biyadenu meaning it's not within our hands, Eli. Eli, it's not within our hands. Meaning we can't fully comprehend. We cannot fully understand two things. Number one, the tranquility that we show him have in this world, and even how tzaddikim unfortunately sometimes suffer. Now, this Mishnah, I think, is referring to a very, very important question, which many of us are familiar with, and I think we've discussed it, in fact, many times, right, Mordechai? We've discussed it many times, and that is the Gemara in Brachas, which famously Moshe Rabbeinu asked the Rabbeinu Shalom, Moshe Rabbeinu asked the Rabbeinu Shalom, why is it Sadik Viraloi? Meaning, why is it that good people have bad lives and bad people have good lives? Okay? Basically, why is it that the righteous suffer and why is it that the wicked seem to have a great time? Now, this Mishnah, I think very much, Shlaima, is addressing this point. And that's why it's an important idea. The Chavis Halavavis discusses this famously in Shara B'tochen. The Chavis Halavavis goes through Shara B'tochen and he goes through this towards the beginning to understand that one of our methods of B'tochen is to understand that we don't know the answer to this question. He brings a couple of answers and he says it maybe is because, I'll just give you the famous answer, and that is because... The Rabbi wants to give the Rishayim a little bit of reward for the small amount of good that they do in this world so that their full punishment will be in the next world. And the Rabbi Shalom's flip the coin, wants to give the Tzadikim for the small amount of not good that they may do in this world, their quote-unquote punishment, so they suffer, so that in the next world, which is for eternity, they will have a good life. That's what the Chayvah Salavavah's Rishon Rabbeinu B'chaya brings down. Oh, but this mission is telling us a very simple idea. Ain biodenu. We don't understand. We don't know. And you know something, by the way, that's also an answer. People are always scared to say, I don't know. The Gemara Brochus Tav Hay brings down Shem Moshe Rabbeinu that there's an Indian sometimes saying, I don't know. We learn it from Moshe Rabbeinu. It's okay to say you don't know. People sometimes feel, I can't say I don't know because then what's the guy going to think of me? What's he going to, what's he going to say about me? What do you mean you don't know? It's okay to say you don't know. We don't have to understand everything. Questions are amazing. Questions are important. Questions are always, always good. There's no problem with having people sometimes are embarrassed to ask questions. Rebbe, I've got a really embarrassing question. Or Rebbe, I shouldn't really be asking this. You may think badly of me, but I have a question. No, chas v'shalom. Every question is beautiful. Every question has a place. But that doesn't mean we have an answer. And because we don't have an answer, it doesn't mean that the question wasn't a good question. It wasn't a valid, valid question. And it shouldn't have been asked. It should have been asked, but we don't know. As the Gemara tells us, clearly, Medrash also, from the Asura Ruge Malchus, right? When Rabbi Kiva died, he died a very painful death. Very painful death. Iron combs ripping off his skin. We talk about it on the Kinnis during, during Tishabav. And, you know, the Gemara asks, and the Kinnah talks about it, Zutayra Zushara. This is this, the Torah that he taught the Klal Yisrael. The Torah that he brought down to the world, and this is his schar, to have his flesh peeled off slowly with metal combs. What type of schar is that? What type of reward is that? And Chazal tell us that the Malachim asked the Rabbi Nishram this question. What is going on? 
Is this the reward for a yid that taught so much Torah, that learned so much Torah, that brought so much, so much Torah into the world? This is his reward. And you know what the Rabban Shalom told him, Alachim? Quiet. Because if you want to know the answer, I'm going to have to basically rip apart the entire creation of the world and start again. Meaning, the only way that you can fully understand this is if I t- can turn the world back to nothing and start again with my separation with the creation of the world, because otherwise you will never understand it. What the Rabbani Shalom was being with Ramaz is, there are many times in this world that we ask the question, why? I received an email this morning. When I woke up, I received an email from someone that I know who lives in Israel, who, who described to me something about a 40-year-old man who lands in Koilal, who just got diagnosed with a terrible, terrible illness. He has a house full of children, and he described the whole situation. He's got the biopsy. A biopsy, as we know, is very dangerous. It can cause blood clots. He gave me, Mama uh, I woke up with a gun, so I get an email, and, and it was so sad. And you can ask a question, you could say, why? Why? Here's a yid who's sitting in Kailo. He has us to the Rabbinian, he davens, he's a from yid. He learns Torah's kuvet. He's a beautiful yid. Not that he is not doing that, it's not beautiful, but I'm just saying he's on such a high level, such a great, but, and that's what he gets? And, and, I've had this question many times, right? Bochum asks these questions. Why, why is this happening so much bad in this life? You know, it's another question which we're not going into. Is there, is there, does it exist bad in the world? Is it shayach for bad even to exist in the world? Or do we say, kol da'ovid rahman al-tavod, everything Hashem does is good, but in our physical human intellect and capabilities, we can only look at something in a very limited fashion, and we look at it as perceived badness, but really it's not bad, because we just don't understand. But the idea is, is that when we ask this question, I've heard this from boys so many times, why, 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 why is Hashem doing this to me? Why is Hashem doing this to my family? Why is Hashem doing this to this person? I, I've heard this so many times. And the answer is, I don't know the answer. And I don't know the answer, simply because the Mishnah here tells us this, and the Gemara tells it to us. The same thing, it's the question that Moshe Rabbeinu asked the Rabbi Nishla, and the Rabbi Nishla says, you'll never understand. He write, we know famously, the Rabbi Moshe Rabbeinu was told, you'll see the back of my head by the tefillin, everyone knows, Kaviyocho, whatever that means, seeing the back of Hashem's head. But what, what's the metaphor, what's the remez of Moshe Rabbeinu being able to see the back of Hashem's head? Well, why not his hand? Why not his, oh, why, what, 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 what happens to the back of the head? The answer is you can only see the back. You can only see what once has happened already. You can't see before it happens. You can't see in the future. You can't understand why HaKadosh Baruch Hu does things. And that's the remez that the Rabbanishim was telling Moshe Rabbeinu. We don't understand. It's not in our understanding. It's not in our hands. Loi mishal how we see sometimes people that are doing the worst things in the world, having a great life, living it up, everything's great. What's pshat? These are the worst people. Why are they having such a great life? Doesn't make sense. We don't understand it. We are not even. You have sometimes the biggest tzaddikim. The greatest people in the world are suffering so badly. Whether it's in health, whether it's kids off the derech, whether it's parnosa, whether it's shalom bias, whatever it may be. People suffer. People have challenges. Since the Shoram famously says, and we say this so many times, Kol Everything's in a sign. We don't understand why it happens, but we have to have as maminim bnei maminim, as we trust, because we are trusting Jews. We trust as a rabbi and we trust that whatever Hashem does is for our good, even if we don't see it, and even if it seems like it's the worst thing in the world. But we trust that it that there's a purpose, that there's a reason. What is it? I don't know. I may never know. Sometimes we're given a giloi, we're giving a revelation. Wow, now we see that it was good. Sometimes we look back in retrospect, like, oh my gosh, now I realize what I went through then, wow, it was really ultimately for my good. But not always do we get that. 
And if we don't get it, that doesn't mean that there is no good. That doesn't mean there is no purpose, that there is no goal, there is no, you know, end result. There is. We just don't get it. And that's what the Mishnah is telling us. And I think it's a wonderful idea that we should implement and internalize in our lives to realize that there is chavoinish, there is reward and punishment. If you do good, you get rewarded. If you do bad, if you do wrong, you will get punished. The Mishnah has told us that many times. We've learned it here in this very room. There is going to be chavoinish and punishment and reward for those that do good and bad. But that's not our job to make the cheshboinus. It's not our job to understand it. Our job is just to believe it. And that's a very important thing. But we have to ultimately realize the answers we don't know. We don't know, but that's okay. We don't need to know. We have a limited mind. We have a limited amount of intellect. The Rabbinish learning created the world with an infinite wisdom, with tremendous chokhmah. We don't fully understand it. But when we look at someone's life, whether it's our own, whether it's someone close to us, I mean, these people are having a really hard life. Yeah, daven for them. Help them. Do whatever you can to help them. But don't try to understand it. Why is the Rabbinish Islam giving them such a hard challenge? Just accept it. Realize you'll never understand it. We will never understand the way the Rabbanish runs the world. We don't need to because we believe that ultimately there's a purpose and ultimately there's a reason for everything. <laughs> and that's the purpose of this Gavaldagam Mishnah. Tomorrow, the next Mishnah.